Mike, 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 check, Mike, check what's cracking. Your boy Southside Veil is in the building. The losers are in the building. What's cracking, my guy? Loser, loser, loser. Sir, I had a I'm in the back. We back again, baby. How you feeling, my guy? You have a good weekend, my brother. Yeah, actually, um, they came to Chicago the whole weekend. You know, it was kind of cool. Um, with family, kicking with brothers. Uh, it's kind of cool, cool comic collective for real. Yeah, yeah, I was. Uh, we had a nice little long weekend, you know. We did some stuff for the podcast. Is it kind of chopping, G? No, nah, you good. Uh, we was kind of uh, doing stuff for the podcast and stuff for the weekend, you know. Uh, you know, we feeling good trying to take this to the next level. You know, we on Apple. Uh, subscribe to us on Apple. Uh, subscribe on Spotify if you can. Hit us. Give us that five star rating. You know, give us a nice little comment or something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we go to uh, We definitely just checking in with everybody and shit, man. This is episode six of the Losers Podcast. So, uh, y'all know how we do. We start the episode off with the coronavirus. Uh, coronavirus. We are literally still in the middle of a pandemic right now. Um, shit, yeah, shit, crazy. shit was kind of declining and then it kind of went back up. So we kind of in the went back up stage right now. And um, yeah. so I was looking at what was going on in Illinois today. And um, Illinois health officials on Tuesday, which was yesterday, announced 955 new known cases of COVID-19 and 23 additional fatalities in Illinois, bringing the cases Jesus. to 163,703 and a statewide death toll to 7,324 in Illinois right now. So, Jesus uh, Christ. Mayor uh, Lori Leifer actually close down the bars on Friday, this upcoming Friday, we can't go inside the bars anymore. I don't even think we can get to go drinks either, so she's shutting down drinks pretty much. I'm not sure why, but it's not looking too good out here, man. Yeah, and I know in uh, Florida and Georgia, uh, South Carolina and all these places continue to rise. We're not seeing too, too much decline around America right now. Uh, the good thing about it is, like, uh, New York is okay. Um, I haven't been hearing too many bad things about Los Angeles or California right now either. So, right. uh, other than that, um, what's going on in Kentucky? What's the coronavirus? Yeah, actually, um, Kentucky, man, you know, we was one of the lowest cases in the U- U.S. Um, mm-hmm. Yesterday, I believe, man, they had almost a 1,000 cases yesterday. Um, you know, um, so, you know, where my way work is set up right now for me, um, if you go out of town, you have to sit out for 72 hours, then get tested, then you be able to come back to work. Um, right. And I was just thinking, I was like, damn, man, like, shit, Saturday, I was definitely at a house stripper party, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> ain't no telling what the fuck is in that motherfucker, you know what I mean? But shit, actually, today, I just got tested, so I get my results sometime Thursday, Friday, so um, I kind of needed this mental health. Sir. Y'all didn't social distance. I know, you know. <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> Slap on the booty. <laughs> or the man who went into it. <laughs> and she's right. Yeah, you know what the fuck going on. But no, I mean, shit, I was kind of staying out the way for the most part. Um, uh, so like I said, I plan to be back to work by Monday. I needed this week to myself anyway, get my life back in order, things like that. But yeah, yeah. Um, Kentucky, I think they need to just shut it down for another uh, 14 days. Um, come in, this shit is... It's real serious, man. I know actually a couple of people that got it. Um, and I know some people that died from it, man. So the shit is real, man. Continue to wash your hands. Pray to your God, Allah, whoever you pray to, man. Just watch over your loved ones, man, because the shit is real. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you said something funny just now about... Um... The booty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually forgot the thought. Like, I'm about to cut the... I don't know. I didn't forget. <laughs> But other than that, um, you know, everybody, like Izzy says, just stay safe for sure. Um, so we we kind of dedicated last week's episode to uh, Brother Daystar, Tory Lanez. They named Daystar Peterson. <laughs> That's, we still can't get over that, you know. What I'm so um, he's, he's silly as hell. So news actually came out. 
<laughs> I told y'all niggas. I told y'all. <laughs> he popped her ass, man. Tory Lanez allegedly opened fire on Megan Thee Stallion last Sunday morning after arguing with her and her friend, according to sources directly connected to the investigation. TMZ says, you know, TMZ was the first to oh, find out this. Who was it? Uh, D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, TMZ said uh, they were told the argument started over a group after the group left Holly, a Hollywood Hills party together in a chauffeur driven SUV and at some point Megan and her friend Kelsey Nicole wanted out of the vehicle sources say Tori opened fire from inside the vehicle and allegedly hit Meg in the foot twice <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh I didn't mean to laugh LAPD pulled over Tory's ride a short time later. Megan's feet were clearly bleeding on the sidewalk as she followed police instructions to exit the vehicle. <laughs> Tory was arrested for possession of a concealed weapon and asked for why he hasn't been booked for the alleged shooting. Well, sources connected to Tory say they are mitigating circumstances. Based on what we know, we believe he's going to say it was an accidental shooting. Yeah, bro. So that's what TMZ is reporting that Tory Lanez actually shot Megan Thee Stallion in the feet last weekend. I wonder why she came out and said uh, initially that he glass fell on her foot or uh, shattered but on that, her foot. She didn't say that. That was just, you know, TMZ reporting shit that they didn't really know the exclusive about, for real, for real. And um, you see Lil Jew on the beat, her producer or somebody, he tweeted like, before the news even came out from TMZ that Tory shot her in the foot, he tweeted, count your days. That's what he tweeted to Tory Lanez and shit. Like, I'm leave that little nigga alone. That nigga literally <laughs> signed three and 120 pounds, bro. Leave that nigga alone, bro. That's the same way of that shit. You know what but, going on. Nah, but for real, though, that was kind of random. You know what I'm saying? Because we didn't even know. So as soon as I saw bro put up that tweet, G, I'm like, ah, oh, I know this man did not shoot her, bro. You know? And and it's it's a wild story, you know. That's kind of been the talk of the internet lately, and I just really hope he didn't do that shit for real, bro. And I really do hope it was an accident, you know. Please, bro, like for real. If you shoot, if you shot that girl in her foot, bro, you are uh, the epitome of a sucker ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some sucker ass shit right there, bro. <laughs> like I hope he didn't do that shit, G. As Delarice would say. You shot me in the pinky toe. <laughs> <laughs> but shit. what's fucked up is, you know, everybody kind of making a joke of it and shit. You know, like... Yeah. I mean, yeah, I it's, like, it's, it's never okay. It's never okay to shoot nobody. You know what I mean? But, you know, I guess it's just... It's, you know, he a little... It's like David and Goliath almost. You know what I'm saying? Like, David took out Goliath. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he took Meg out for sure. That's sad, bro. I definitely just think that Maybe he could be suffering from the Napoleon complex. You know they say <laughs> the, short man, the short man syndrome. <laughs> he got some shit. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna know. Did they ever uh, say what the gun was? Was it like a twenty-two or some shit like that? Something small? Nah, we. Ain't, I ain't heard about that. But hopefully oh, it was. But Meg is okay. You know she That's did uh, say she was okay. So. We definitely keeping Meg in our prayers. And y'all stop making a joke about that shit, man. It ain't nothing cool about... Even if it was an accident or not, she still got shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, yeah. y'all ain't got no remorse. All the jokes and the videos with Tori. And it's just... Like I saw somebody say, you know, black women are like the most disrespected in this country. And it's just like shit like that that proves it. You know what I'm saying? Like... That's that been a, a white person that shot me, boy. Motherfucker would act the fool. Outraged. Outraged. This nigga Machine Gun Kelly done shot me. <laughs> 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 Off with his head! <laughs> <laughs> Machine gotta be done, bro. But, yeah. you know, I don't... Tori might be done. You know, we don't know what's gonna come from this. So, we'll see what's happening, man. It's, that's that's crazy, man. That's This is, this is definitely continuing the type of year that 2020 has been you know yeah, for sure for sure like, <laughs> 2020 a rapper r&b singer that shot the fucking biggest female rapper in the game right now like what the fuck is and then that was so it wasn't funny but but like, i think like the next day matter of fact when i was in chicago maybe i was uh late listening to it uh, or seeing it rather 
on the What's Poppin' video with him, Jack Harlow, the baby, mm-hmm. and Lil Wayne. And I was like, damn, bro, he can't even celebrate the shit because his ass in prison. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, man, you know, that's fucked up, man, man. So hopefully he get out of there, man. He come out and say what he said, man, do this little time, man, and get out of there and put out some music. For sure, man. Prayers for both of them, man. And uh, definitely not a joke, man. And we definitely want to kill that stigma, man. For sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Let's start respecting these ladies a little bit more, my nicks. Let's start respecting these ladies a little bit more. But, Y'all uh, understand all that shit when fucking uh, Rihanna spit on uh, Chris Brown and grabbed his dick and supposed to be <laughs> she, she deserved to get her ass beat, bro. What if she smacked the shit out of me? You know, the nigga only worked 20 shit. I mean, we'll never, we might not never know, but it might come out, man. We'll definitely keep y'all updated. You know, half of y'all last be on the shade room all fucking day anyway. In y'all, the comments be having me rolling. That's what I got. So, y'all will see, but we'll definitely be here to talk about that shit for sure because that's this is a wild story going on, man. But, uh, like I said, press for them. but we have some other sad news happening. Uh, my boy Nick Cannon, man, he got fired from uh, NBC pretty much, uh, Viacom, I mean. And um, he said some anti-Semitic uh, remarks about Jewish folks. And uh, yeah, let's just take a listen to what he said, man. I, I kind of, let's just listen. Let's listen, we'll talk about it. When we talk, when we go as deep as the Rothschild, centralized banking, the bloodlines that control everything, even outside of America. When right. we talk about the people who, if we were truly the children of Israel and we're defining who the Jewish people are, because I feel like if we actually can understand that construct, then we can see that there is no hate involved. When we talk about right. the right. lies, the deceit, how the fake dollar controls all of this, then maybe we can get to the reason why they wanted to silence you, why they want to silence mm-hmm. Minister Farrakhan, and they want to throw that. We are having hate speech when it's never hate speech, when it's not. Right. You can't be anti-Semitic when we are the Semitic people, when we are the same people that they want to be. Mm-hmm. That's our birthright. Right. So, like I was saying, man, I don't really think it was too bad, but I got to look at it from this way. I'm not Jewish. You know what I'm saying? I barely even know what anti-Semitic means. You know what I'm saying? Like, who am I? I thought it was a gun. See, I thought it was a gun. Shit, Semitic. I thought it was a gun. That's what I thought, shit. I'm like, damn, he pulled up and worked with a gun, shit. <laughs> like, why y'all niggas tripping? He deserved to get that shit. Right, no, seriously though, I definitely don't even I who am I to tell a Jewish person what's anti-Semitic to them or not? You know what I'm saying? As a black man, I I I I don't know the Jewish lifestyle too much, you know, to even comment too much about or to say what Nick Cannon was wrong or right, because I'm not even educated enough to the point to say if I feel he was wrong or not, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely feel like Nick was making some some good points, you know? I believe that uh, us Black people, we are the Hebrews, you know? We are, you know, I do believe that. And I believe, you know, they a lot of people have been telling us we're a racist podcast, so I'm kind of, you know, chill off on, on some stuff, but I definitely agree with some things that Nick Cannon said. um, Like I'm saying, a Jewish person can't tell me what I think is racist or not. So I can't tell a Jewish person what I feel is anti-Semitic or not. You know, what I think is not anti-Semitic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I don't know. You know, it's a tough situation, but they didn't even give Nick a chance. You know, they didn't give him a chance to to really apologize and all that. They just let him go. Like, this cancel culture stupid shit is just, like, really getting out of hand. Like, he, I feel uh, for Nick. He just, he came out and just said, like, man, anybody that know me know I'm not racist. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and for us, like, bro, this, a person that fucking play and goddamn drumline, yeah, like, yeah. and he can't be racist. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Love don't cost a thing. Nick Cannon, really. Classic. Like, come on. Classic, yeah, I mean, shit, he ain't racist, man. You know, he just, he said how he felt. You know what I mean? And I know I get, you know, white people just like, oh, well, you know, that's, that's inconsiderate. I'm like, man, but black people have been inconvenienced for over 700 years. Bro. You know what I mean? Like, 
Shit don't mm-hmm. make no sense. And we got states out there that's fucking getting reparations and shit. But that's a whole other story. You know what I mean? We ain't gonna get into that. But I don't I think mean, that, but Jewish uh, people were treated really bad, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, every race in this country has been slaves. They have all been, you know, kind of conquered or beaten up or some type of problems from another race. You know, we've dealt uh, with that that's type of race war shit from the eternity of mankind. So Jewish people had to deal with the shit that they dealt with, with Hitler, uh, from Hitler for the years. It doesn't amount to what we had to deal with from slavery. You know what I'm saying? But uh-huh. you have to have some type of sympathy for, for Jewish people. Because I was just listening to somebody say uh, they lost about 40 family members from the Holocaust. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, mm. do you understand how many cousins and aunties and uncles and all of that who could have been passed on to this next generation that could be with him right now? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I definitely consider Jewish people's feelings and emotions Definitely more than most, you know what I'm saying? Because of course they they smashed the Holocaust down our damn throats in school. So that was one right. thing that we did learn about. So I kind of do um, have a, you know, a, some sort of sympathy for Jewish folks. So like I said, I cannot tell them what Nick Cannon said was wrong or right. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I don't, I can't say how you feel. I can't say how you took that because uh-huh. sometimes they might not even understand what I feel is racist. Like I'm uh-huh. saying, you know, so, and you can't, you definitely can't tell me what I think is racist or not. Uh-huh. And these are saying people that actually think that a dog life is better than uh, African-Americans life. You know and what I mean? I so, use the lives of dogs more than, than black folks, for but sure. But like I said, man, um, that's a fact. There's nothing that I'm making up, you know what I'm saying? So, but y'all that's know. facts, I, people. You know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah. stop this racial, racist shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm veil. I'm going to say what I want to say about how I feel about motherfuckers. And I have a lot of emotions about this country and a lot of shit that white people have done. And it's not even about being racist. I can't be racist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look up the definition to that shit. We can't be no racist podcast. We're not racist to nobody. We just saying what the fuck we want to say. And that's just what it's going to be. And if y'all going to listen to this podcast, that's what it's going to be. And yeah, I just had to go on that mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I'm like, yeah, man. I get you. But black people, we can definitely be prejudiced. We can, but we cannot be racist uh, to nobody. Yes, for that's sure. For sure. I'll give you that. But. What you so the true feelings like would you have say Nick Cannon was a white man, bro? Just let's look at it in a hypothetical. Okay. You know, hypothetically speaking, it's my shit. And he say some racist ass shit. But he like uh let's say uh I feel like Ryan Seacrest, he's done some freaky ass shit, so <laughs> we can't mention him. Just think of a, a excellent white person. I know it's kinda hard. We'll be sitting there all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to uh, do all so just to say example A of an excellent white person, we don't know who that might be. So so put him in the position of actually saying something very prejudiced or racist. And what would you would you immediately fire him? You know what I'm saying? Even if he don't say the the nigga word, even if he don't say nigga, if he just say something crazy like, uh, you know, call somebody Jigaboo or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he do that, <laughs> if he do that, bro. Are you letting him go? You know what I'm saying? Are we giving him a second chance? Like, especially after all the good he's done for the community. You know what Man. I'm saying? Like, that's especially, what that's, yeah, that's I just, uh, me personally, um, um, Starbucks came out with something where they was just like, you know, they didn't want their employees to wear Black Lives Matter shirts. Fuck them. At, at work, right? So I was just like, man, I see a lot of my white friends still like drink the Starbucks cup. I mean, the coffee or whatever the case might be, which the passion tea lemonade, bro, it's crack. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? It is him. <laughs> but I just can't support that because it don't mean, okay, like, why I can't wear this shirt? And now all of a sudden, oh, yeah, y'all can't. Y'all, granted, they took the statement back and said that people can, employees can wear the shirt inside the building or the premises. But it's still, that don't mean that you're not racist. You know what I mean? Like, or you don't care that for much for back people, you should still want my bit, you want my money, but you don't care for me. You know what I mean? But that's the yeah. world in itself. That's that's all entertainment, that's all professional athletes. Like, 
nobody want to sit there and have a conversation or with a black person or anything like that of that nature, but they want to see us make them laugh. They want to see us entertain them. They want to see us yeah. be in sports and be these leaders. You know what I mean? Like, and like Nick Cannon said in the interview, why is it a problem that y'all want to be in our culture, but mm-hmm. when I address something about my culture, it's an issue. It's a problem. Yeah, That's not yeah. okay at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so, I, Like I said, I feel them, but to me, I'm a second chance person, and even third chance. You know, shit. I history yeah. of motherfuckers yeah. fucking me over, and I just give them chance and shit like that because I don't really care about white, black, or blue or whatever. Like shit, wrong is strong. There's only three things mm-hmm. in life that I don't give a fuck about. Oh uh, man, that well, I mean that I care about that that shit that affect me, which is lying, stealing, and being a disrespectful motherfucker. So other yeah. than that, shit, I'm cool. But shit, I'm probably with shit. If we had a conversation like that, though, y'all didn't get a man a fucking chance to explain himself. Like he had yeah. to go. Fucking get on interviews and shit like that to fucking say what the fuck was going on. Yeah, man, it's sad what they doing, but you know we gotta they gotta start teaching motherfuckers because we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Easy E, Jason Mitchell said it really well on the fucking um, Straight Outta Compton movie after Ice Cube dropped his shit and Jerry Heller like this anti-Semitic bullshit. Right. This he like, nigga, we don't even know what that shit means. <laughs> like, like for real, you know, we got to learn. You got to teach us about that shit. Like, that's the problem with this country. We we assume, we, like, we scared. Like, I was listening to DJ Envy this morning talk about him being scared to go help a, a white man he saw laying on the ground because they, he might think he trying to hurt him if he wake up or something. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely got a story about this shit like that. Uh, you but, know what I'm saying? That's crazy, yeah. man. Like, we shouldn't have to live that way. Like, we, we really shouldn't have to live this way. Jay. You know, black people always live back at, I ain't see shit, I don't know shit, so it ain't shit. You know what I mean? That's just saying we always went back any fucking way. But I feel yeah. envy, like, shit, if it was a white person laying out there, but I'd probably peek my head out, but I know me, shit, I'm come out there, no shirt on, jewelry, and giant gold on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hell no, he, he done touched it. I touched it, shit, I just walked out the house. You know what I mean? Like, Black people, man, like I said, that's just another story for another day. Shit, black people have been in prison for years for shit that they ain't do. I know a few of them right now. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not taking up for black folks because I know black folks out there doing what they need, that doing whatever they doing every day. But uh-huh. shit, just shit, when it's wrong, it's wrong. When it's right, it's right. For sure. But like I'm saying, we just here to learn. Like, we would love to have somebody Jewish on the podcast one day. And, you know, we could... I feel like that'd be a great conversation. We just talk back and forth and shit. Yeah. But, um, definitely, definitely, they should have gave Nick a chance, man. But shout out to Nick Cannon, man. I know he's going to continue to stay on his feet. Yeah, but then, um, did he come out and say that she may come work for uh, Revolt TV? Yeah, did he, did he did, uh, extend that offer? So we'll see, man. I hope Nick. Nick accepts it, but I don't know, man. You know, Puff don't be trying to pay motherfuckers and shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go to Joey's, go to Brooklyn and get that cheesecake, nigga. <laughs> right, just for one album and shit. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Dad, we ain't never heard of them ever again. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Sure bro. Hey, shout out to the band, man. Yeah. Sure, man. <laughs> shout out to them, man. Um, shout out to Nick Cannon, too, man. Um, we just going to say F Viacom real quick, man. They, 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 <laughs> yeah, man, don't, don't do that shit, man. Don't do that shit. Um, I just want to play this clip of what uh, Kanye West said real quick. Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for other white people. Y'all, we leaving right now. <laughs> oh, hell no. Man, you don't sit your dumb ass down somewhere. Like, oh my God, I fucking can't stand dude, bro. Dude, like, dude needs to go see a fucking therapist, for sure. Like, bro, mental health, bro, is fucked. Do you hear what I'm saying? It is completely fucked. I got nothing for Kanye, man. How the fuck you gonna get out here and say, Rosa, Harriet Tubman never freed this lady. She just took him to other white people. Yeah. Nigga, like, shut your dumb ass up. Like, bro, was you there? How the right. fuck would you know? Right. That's that's you what my whole woman. That's what That's what my entire issue is. Kanye, you wasn't there. Like, what are you talking about? Even if it's true or not, you should not be speaking on that, G. Like, I don't understand. What 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 is his problem, bro? Like, and this is my thing. Y'all constantly getting on this damn social media 
and y'all letting Kanye throw this hook out and he reeling y'all in every single uh-huh. time. He do this every time he about to drop an album. Every time he about to drop an album, what'd he do? He put out a whole album track list this past weekend of Donda, who is supposed to be coming out this Friday. But well, we all know Kanye be lying, but the album will probably be out by Monday. He say it's Friday, but I guarantee you it won't, because that's one thing he does is lie to his fans. So Kanye West, he... A lot of people I seeing, I'm seeing they 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 acting like they doctors and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and my thing is Kanye might be bipolar, he might be sick, but to me, I constantly look at this shit like publicity stunts. G, like, yeah. why every time you about to drop an album, you spaz and you saying some crazy ass shit? This happens every single time, and then he'll disappear. When he don't have shit going on, you know what I'm saying? We didn't hear about Kanye for months. Then yeah. all of a sudden he's running for president. He, <laughs> he he doing all this old wild shit. And then he got the nerve to have a rally in South Carolina and said the shit that he said. You know what I'm saying? Like didn't he just get enough petitions to run for the Illinois ballot or something like that? I was reading earlier. I couldn't I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> But I did see that he did get enough votes to be on the Illinois ballot. And that's kind of bothering me, man. He's just, he's really helping Donald Trump. I heard a clip today when he said that he would, he would have Donald Trump be his vice president. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, bro. Like, and everybody a fucking doctor telling him to go get help and shit. No, he just needs to get lost. Get off the internet. And like, oh my God, I am so like sick. I'm just sick of the way he be acting, man. He's 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 a true dweeb, man. He need to see somebody, bro. That's not okay, bro. Like the shit that he was saying, like, I almost killed my daughter Kim, had to come save me from her. Like, bro, like. You not stable enough to. Ooh, ooh, I got that. Clip. Let's let me let's play that clip real quick. Yeah. My mom saved my life. There would have been no Kanye West because my dad was too busy. Hey. Falling apart, G. Like that's literal. That's literal falling apart right there, bro. That's literal falling apart right there. Like, I'm. It's sad to hear. You know, it's sad to see him acting that way. Especially me being as huge as of a fan as I was. You know, I idolized Kanye growing up. Like, I don't uh-huh. know, I, yeah. Like, and, you was just saying, but yeah, the uh, the first, the best three top, uh, the first three albums better than anybody's. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm putting up, yeah, yeah. I'm putting up Kanye first three against any three albums. I'm, I'm sorry, um, but it's 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 a sad situation to see. I hope Kanye get the helps that he he needs. I'm not a doctor, so like I'm saying, I don't, I can't say if he's sick. But to me, it looked like publicity because he does this every time. Every time I'm telling y'all, G, I wish I could just just go show y'all the timeline of the dates he had, all these rants and all the shit he was doing. He he was on a tour or he had music coming out. It was a reason he was doing this. And then uh-huh. for him for him to do that, it's like then he got up here and sent out all these crazy ass tweets last night, bro. Yeah, it's do you like, think he was hacked, or you do you think he no, sent that he shit? No, he wasn't fucking hacked. Yeah, he sent that shit. Like, yeah, he was saying some wild shit, bro. Let me move something up. Yeah, I, I, I got it right here. I'm yeah, read. Uh, shit. Let me yeah, read that shit. He say Anna Wintour has showed me love. Anna Wintour is the uh, editor in chief of um, fuck uh, Vogue magazine. Um, Anna Wintour always showed me love, but when I told her I was going to Gap, she looked at me like I was crazy. Then she called back kissing my ass. <laughs> bro, like, that's so damn funny. What the fuck is wrong with him? He said Shia, uh, meaning Shia LaBeouf from, uh, you know Shia LaBeouf, nigga. Shia, yeah. was the, Shia, Shia was supposed to do the first Yeezy Gap shoot and never showed up. <laughs> and he said, if I get locked up like Mandela, y'all will know why. Kim tried to bring a doctor to lock me up. <laughs> Kim tried 
Kim tried to bring a doctor to Wyoming. These is like the original tweets and shit. I didn't look at the, the shit he edited. But he said Kim tried to bring a doctor to Wyoming to lock him up because he said that he, uh, because he spazzed out about his almost killing his daughter and all of that. And then he wrote Shia's cap. He got uh, Drake with the uh, emoji looking face like, hmm, you know, the, the hmm emoji like. He's, stupid, bro. He's a fucking idiot, bro. Oh my god! Bro. He said everybody idiot. knows the movie Get Out is about me. <laughs> that gonna take me the fuck out. No, you need to get. You need to get out of Chicago. That's what the fuck you need to do, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? I think that is the beginning of. And what's crazy? I'm sorry to just go into something. What's crazy is I think this he could be tripping off his marriage. You know, he could be having a, a manic what episode. He for, yeah, from his schizophrenic? Marriage. Oh, no, shit. bipolar, bro. Yeah, no, that nigga got so he's schizophrenic, fucking PTSD, <laughs> fucking depression, anxiety, fucking rat. He got attachment disorder, bro. The bro got all types of shit that's wrong with him, bro. He got some ain't, bipolar, just ain't it. He got some yeah. other shit wrong with him, too. Was well, they say he bipolar, so he needs to he get back be, on his medicine. Be. Yeah, he yeah, definitely sure. needs because a lot of times they say you know he don't be on his medicine and he do shit like this. So Kanye, get back on your goddamn meds, man, because you out here tripping, man. You making the South Side look bad, real bad, man. We don't be acting like I'm not gonna be that way when I'm forty, goddamn it. Oh uh, no way! <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> make sure that nigga get his Ritalin. Make sure that nigga get his Adderall. Make sure that nigga he get all. He need all, all fucking medication. Cause that nigga is tweaking hole, tweaking hole. That nigga he need all that. Fucking mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all that. All that. But Kanye, the, I feel like the tweets distracted us uh, from the shit you said about Harriet Tubman. And brother, I just want you to know you's a true goofy for saying that shit about Harriet Tubman. And he you should goofy. never let that shit come out of your mouth, brother. Yeah, he done. So, man, we 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 gonna keep praying for you too, man, because you need it. You definitely need it. He called uh he called Chris Jenner boyfriend. Come, yay, bro. <laughs> He's stupid, bro. He's stupid. <laughs> he called him calm, yay, bro. I was dying. <laughs> he be saying whatever, man. But uh, can't make this shit up, man. Prayers to that brother, man. Prayers to that brother, man. What's next, man? What, what, what's on your mind, bro? Uh, actually, man, shout out to uh, Nicki Minaj finally being pregnant at 37 years yes, old. Uh, round of applause for Nicki, man. Round of applause, man, for sure. For um, sure. I just got one question, bro. One question. And you might be mad I say this shit, but I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck at all. So is the baby daddy the pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, I'm serious. We gotta be. Or is it McMills? That ain't her baby daddy. That's her husband, bro. Husband? They married. Hey, he in jail, ain't he? No, nigga. No. Nah. Oh, so he's still out here touching kids? Stop it, bro. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. I'm so sick of niggas, bro. Shout out to her, man. I was wondering why the nigga wasn't in none of the pictures. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Stop it, bro. He like, I ain't not, that's a fact. Nah, I ain't make that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's trouble in paradise right now. I don't see anything that's happening. Like, ain't I no way that, I'm not. Ain't no way I'm not in them pictures. No way. No <laughs> way. No fucking I mean, way. Nicki Minaj is Nicki Minaj. He's Kenneth Petty. Like, who? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, he petty for touching the real kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's why he was. We're not gonna put that on him. I don't think that's why he got a, a sex. He's a sex offender. I think it was um, something like he was nineteen, she was seventeen, or something like that. But you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just be reading. So I did hear that it was something like that. Like he didn't. He wasn't messing with no kids or nothing like that. Yeah. But. Um, I think that Nicki Minaj is Nicki Minaj and she needs to be in pictures alone just like Kim Kardashian is just like Beyonce and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't about him not being in none. And I'm sure he gonna pop up in some pictures, you know what I'm saying? That was just her introducing to the world that she was pregnant. You know, and she looked really beautiful. Like, and you yeah, know... You can um, introduce them all you want, but shit, I'm gonna be introduced right there with your ass. The hell you think this is? It took yeah. half of me 
Yeah, make this motherfucker. You just out here with fucking uh, Snapchat filters on and shit. Fuck out of here. I, I understand, bro, but no, nigga. <laughs> nah, fuck that. <laughs> shout out to Nikki, man. She, nah, man, man, but shout out to her. You don't think it's uh shit? You think it was, she was uh kind of like rushing it? Well, I mean, or she got to the point where it's like she ain't got time since she's 37. Well, you know, she called herself uh, uh the mayor. That, that's what I'm saying. She said something about being married. You just ain't just coming out here just like this. Right. Um, no, I don't think she rusted. Uh, you know, they go back. That's somebody she was messing with when she was younger. From what she said. You know what I'm saying? I don't know these facts, guys. I just be yeah. saying the shit I read. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I don't think she rushed. I think that she had a baby with somebody she really wanted to. She waited for the right time, and I think Nikki's time is right now. And yeah, I, no, she deserved it though, man. She deserved it, man. She, uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm outside of all the other extra bullshit. I'm definitely excited that she's finally able to bring a child into this world, man. Cause she definitely, definitely consider outside of the king, the queen of hip hop. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, big shout out to Nikki Minaj, man. We just wanted to say that real quick. Um, so this week we gonna bring in a new segment called uh Vel's post-it notes <laughs> so what i do is uh write down some small shit about uh some shit i was thinking about this week or some stuff that's going on in the news um the cubs era is over bro um the chicago you white sox put it on the board <laughs> yes hey, the white sox look really goddamn good um we put up uh, six runs and one inning on the Cubs the other night, and then yesterday we put up five in the first inning on a grand slam home run by Eloy Jimenez. Uh, the season starts Friday uh, against the Twins, uh, July 24th. For, uh, Let's get it! We are really excited about this season. We have a really good team. We got a really good young lineup. We ready to play some baseball, baby. The sports Let's get it! Back, God damn it. Uh, Let's get it! So, yeah, shout out to the White Sox. Uh, sorry, Cubs fans, it's over. Um, <laughs> You're it's this out. New, <laughs> it's this new show on uh, Stars called P Valley. Um, I discovered it this week. I thought it was fantastic, bro. Did you see it? I, I, I seen the first episode, and I was just like, ah. We got to watch like, number two. Yeah, he gave me that players ball feel, too. I mean, players ball. I'm thinking about. Uh, players club. Yeah, that's what, that's yeah. what uh, the example yeah. I got. I'm, I'm saying players ball and shit. Uh, Southern Illinois shit and Newstone shit, but yeah. But um, yeah, it's, the first episode, I was just like, eh, I don't know, but shit, I'm going to check it out, though. I'm going to go ahead and check it out. I thought it was really good. Uh, like he said, it's Players Club. And I just love black shows. You know what I'm saying? It's like a 95% black cast. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's this girl on their name, Autumn Knight. That's her stripper name. My God. I ain't even going to talk about it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Uh, NBA players tested negative since July 10th, I believe the date was, um, in the bubble. So that's great, man. NBA season started next week. So to see that they got all these players, you know, being in this bubble and all of them test coming back positive every day, it's great to see, man. It's good. Uh-huh. It's good that they're doing that, man. Shout out to the uh, to the NBA for uh, – you know, kind of taking the right precautions to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Janae Aiko, um, she released uh, some music, uh, the deluxe version of her album Chilombo. <laughs> Pop Smoke did um, too, man. Yeah, Pop uh, released his uh, deluxe. Shout out to Janae. Um, uh, she released the uh, interlude from the uh, P Fairy, Pussy Fairy song, uh, On the Way with her sister Mila J. That shit is great man shout out to her i like above and beyond it's the song all good come on it, this was really good man janae put out 29 songs this year and they are really really good man shout out to her man fantastic mm-hmm. just wanted to shout her out uh your boy aubrey released two songs with dj Khaled this week um i thought yeah. they sucked as usual uh- <laughs> oh, man, you i was definitely getting my boogie on you know what i'm saying oh shit Drake wants to be the weekend now. Uh, first he was, <laughs> first he was from London, and then he's from uh, Jamaica. Uh, he was start doing the patois, and uh, now he's from uh, 
the weekend side of town and he's doing R and B music like the weekend and singing in his voice and shit. Play that play that track for a little clip for him. All right, go ahead. Come with me, leave all of your things, yeah. You can stop at Gucci, stop at Louis V. Yeah. Come with me, fly you out to grief. Full speed, so volley Perry. Come with me, leave all of your things, yeah. You can stop at Gucci, stop at Louis V. Yeah. Come with me, fly you out to grief. Yeah, that shit was alright. That shit was alright. That shit was alright. I ain't feeling this. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga sounds just like the weekend, bro. Like, he sounds just like I was, was rolling, and nigga, you will say, man, he ass motherfucker, you like, shit, man, who is this? Like, right. Like, <laughs> the weekend, we up in the like, morning talking about it, like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, and I'm just that like, y'all cannot be serious, G. Y'all can't be serious. Y'all keep letting this nigga put out this set. And then he released some other bullshit yesterday that was so trash. He now he wants to be Arabian. Now he's an Arab. <laughs> that's because he out there in Barbados and shit, kicking around and them nah, and what, that, and what that mean? I was in Jamaica oh, no. kicking it with them too. I didn't come back with the patois. Like, you, know boy, boy, you definitely asked <laughs> for a cigarette. Let's see. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. Hey, hey. When you're wrong, you do what the wrong niggas do. Hey, hey, it's like nine of us that know that story. G chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shout, out to our, shout out to the Jamaica crew, man. I love y'all. Yeah, y'all know the fuck going on. The gang shit, original gang shit. For sure. But, um, Let's get to everybody's favorite segment, Loser of the Week. Loser, 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 loser. So, um, I think it was pretty easy this week, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. Kanye West. <laughs> Brother, you said some really wild shit, man. And I know we was just talking about it, but we... We just cannot let this go without giving you the credit you deserve for being the true goofy that you are for saying this shit. <laughs> and you definitely deserve this award this week. You are one of the more deserving people of this award. And, you know, it kind of could be, you know, he could have. Like sometimes Kanye don't get his message out the right way. He just be saying shit. Uh-huh. And, you know, he could have, you know. Who said the, the rights of freedom will ever end? You know what I'm saying? Being black in America, bro, the rights of freedom may never be open, be, be over. I mean, the rights of freedom yeah. may never be over. So to do that, it, it, it was unbelievable, and um, we just want to give you that credit, brother, for sure. Yeah, uh, you niggas that's out here that uh, signed that petition for that nigga to run for president, bro, y'all need to be be fucking headed. Um, Cause this shit is not okay, man. We, uh, our ancestors, man, worked hard for our culture, man. We provided this culture for us for many, many, many years. Uh, so yeah, so those that voted for him to be on that ballot, fuck you and fuck everything. <laughs> it's just not, it's not acceptable at all. But yeah, Kanye, you definitely is the loser. Loser. You definitely deserve it, my brother. But um, like I said, get the help you need. I'm not a doctor, but you need some type of help. I don't know if you need Kim's help, Chris's help, Kanye's help, North's help. You need somebody goddamn help. Maybe Scott Disick, goddamn it. Hit up Scott, Kanye. Yeah. Scott yeah. been dealing with these motherfuckers for a long time, nigga. Like, oh, Scott, Scott, Scott Storch? <laughs> hey, you know he was on some shit, too. He might need to call him, too. <laughs> he might need to get that nigga on the phone, too. G. I ain't even gonna lie to you. All right, so now we're going to move into one of my favorite segments. Uh, my boy Izzy with his mental health tip of the week, man. What's on your mind this week, my bro? Uh, all right, man, speaking of uh, people seeing therapists, psychiatrists, psychologists, counselors, etc. Um, I actually got this quote from Dr. Ish Major. He actually was the doctor that was in the book of the Shukwana Charlemagne, the God book. Yes, um, he yes, actually, yes. Uh, he educated, well, he, he got a degree from the University of South Carolina, School of Medicine, been doing this field for 10, 15 years. Um, yes, in, in a book, the quote said, the goal is to break dysfunctional patterns by helping you constantly decide what you want to think, feel, and do in any given situation. Thoughts mm-hmm. control your emotions, your emotions control your behaviors, and your behaviors control your actions. Your actions shape your life. Important stuff. So don't leave it to chance. And it, it, it's, it meant a lot to me, man, because a lot of people, man, we feed off emotion. Um, we don't uh-huh. feed off facts. Um, 
So I kind of took that quote, man. That's something that I kind of post every day. So if you follow me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Tinder, whatever the case might be, bro, you will see that post come a lot, man, because we, uh, especially as the minority community, bro, we have to be able to control our emotions. We have to be able to control our behaviors and we have to be able to control our actions. That's the only way we're going to see through mental health. But yeah, that's my mental health for the week. But also, oh, yeah, also... Also, um, if you're struggling and you got things going on in your life, um, feel free to always call 1-800-273-8255. That's the National Suicide Prevention Line. Again, that number is 1-800-273-8255. There is hope even when your brain tells you there isn't. There is hope even when your brain tells you there isn't. That's a quote by John Green, another mental health doctor I'll be reading um, about. Um, definitely, uh, like you do, you like y'all know, man, we gonna definitely come in here talking about mental health every week. This is a mental health advocacy podcast for sure. Amen. So, um, yeah, this week, um, one of my homeboys, one of my great, good, good friends of the show, uh, DJ Legit, uh, legit, DJ Legit. He joined us this week. Uh, we had a nice little funny conversation with him, man. So we're gonna put this on the back end of the show. Uh, definitely check out this interview with Legit, man. It's funny, man. Uh, thank y'all for listening, though. Uh, we appreciate it. This is episode six of the podcast. We're gonna be here every goddamn Wednesday through hell, rain, fire, snow, all that goddamn shit. We will be on Apple and Spotify every Wednesday, guys. And uh, yeah, check it out, man. DJ Legit, man. Come into the microphone from Louisville, <laughs> Detroit, and Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> My DJ, give a round of applause for DJ Legit or Legit hey. DJ, whichever you go to back. Hey. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. What's up, brother, man? What they do? What they do, man? I see y'all boys working, working. Yeah, they're yeah, trying bro. to grind it out. You know how it go. Yeah. My yes. nigga Maury is, uh, he been in the media game for a little while, man. You know, he uh, been DJing for years uh, down at what? the college B- we all went to. Uh, I was hey, there what with, is that, B95? I was there uh, when my nigga was just on the, on the laptop. He ain't even had a turntable. <laughs> Remember the nigga, the nigga had the Android getting the yard cracking off the Android and shit. <laughs> yes, sir. Man. Come in, man. Grind time, grind time, man. You know we all, we, uh, we started this, this whole, like, college radio shit we was doing back in the day and you know for uh, me and Isaac to have this platform now it wouldn't it wouldn't be right to not have legit come in to the show you know periodically frequently this nigga is gonna be a frequent member of this show he's gonna come on here and talk about some shit that's going on and shit I definitely remember the times when we was really coming up man and uh you know, just the grind, bro, from the start. Y'all remember when I was DJ, nobody was even fucking with me on the DJ tip, man. From yeah, niggas not even giving me tables, from niggas trying to pay me $25, yeah. to, to concerts, to parties, to throwing my own parties, to on the road with celebrities, to on the radio, you know what I'm saying? So it's definitely been a long time coming. Yeah, for sure, bro. And we we definitely proud of you, man. We, we, we see the shit you, the work you've been doing, man. And that's what's up, G, man. That's, that's we, we proud of you, G. I'm proud of y'all too, man. I got a big platform and I made it on Apple Music. Tell me about that process. How did the Apple Music process go? Well, what I did was I had to send it out to a couple distributors and shit. And um we got Anchor F Anchor.fm. Shout out to them. They they stuck with us. I guess they listened to the show and they started distributing the podcast to all these different platforms for us and shit. And uh, we appreciate them and uh, the business we've we're in with them right now. You know what I'm saying? They they actually keeping us kind of pay. You know they paying us for this podcast, and we definitely appreciate what's happening right now. So yeah, the little the the thing we did was you know we hopped on Anchor and yeah they they distributed for us and we ended up. Uh, a few episodes. You need like three or four episodes before Apple will, will rock with you before they even consider it. So we had to just grind out, just keep doing it, and Apple accepted it. G, and we was really excited about that shit, man. We 
you know, we did a photo shoot already and got a cover made already. And, you know, yeah, shit moving yeah. quickly for us and shit. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, we just definitely trying to, you know, keep this going, bro. This is, we feeling, we definitely feeling like this could be something big. Oh, it is big. It's yeah. big. I was listening to y'all on my way to work. I work at K-State. I don't know if you know that now. I actually work at the of Campus Life at K-State. So oh, I got yeah. a 45-minute drive to work every day. And oh, shit. I go get my Starbucks, and I just go to Apple Music, pop out boys on, listen to her way every morning. Yeah, that's beautiful, G. Like, we definitely appreciate that. We, I was telling Isaac the other day, this is what we do it for, you know, getting texts from you and shit like, bro, y'all, y'all got me dying on the way to work and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is why we, we're doing this podcast for shit like that. And we know how great Isaac is, you know, like that's what I want people to get from this podcast. Dude. Mm-hmm. I want niggas to see how big of a star this nigga really is. And he just needs the platform to let somebody to show them how much of a star player he is. You know what I'm saying? And behind the scenes, I feel like I'm a I'm I'm the star player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We two stars on the court together right now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He, he Kobe and I'm fucking Phil. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like that. So That's yeah, how I'm looking yeah, yeah. at it. I think you got like a dynamic duo. The, uh, well, you always been caught with the producing tip. Even from producing my first radio show, like, I'm a legit radio, bro. I still listen yes, to shows to this day, bro. To the day. <laughs> I just said, I just said, I think I said both of y'all don't to real college radio, bro. Yeah. So hmm. Regression. I always knew Izzy would start. So this is great because he definitely just needed the platform. He needed more people to see it outside of our inner circle at K-State. And yeah. once he got the platform, it was, it was out of there. You know what I'm saying? You was always coding the producer tip, the background. You was never the guy who wanted to be in the front. You always played the background, background role and always gave people the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that just, you know, over the last, what, 10 years, man, I think just, I think a lot of people fuck with the podcast because, you know, we're going to be ourselves. Izzy, Isaac, Josh, yeah. I, yeah. whoever the fuck you going to call me, bro, I'm going to be my motherfucking self regardless. You know what I mean? So, I think that's what I like so much about it, and that's why I got so weak because outside of just listening to y'all niggas, there's two, you know, personalities and two people who were like, in, I guess in the industry now, I know y'all personally, so I got to see it and hear it from like the relationships we have and it didn't seem, it didn't seem fake, it didn't seem like yeah, yeah. you up uh, a body of work and said this is what we're going to do, it was just organic vibe, so that's why I definitely could appreciate it. Hey, yeah, we put a shit. lot of practice in to get to this moment, G. Me and Isaac put a lot of work into this podcast, bro. Niggas got to understand. Like, it seemed like it came out of nowhere, but it really didn't. Like, yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't We've been in some shit these past couple years to, to get to where we are now. Six episodes of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, this is great. And I feel like we inspiring so many people. Like, we're getting so much positive energy and people hitting us up. People wanting to do the podcast. People wanting to do their own podcast. Just having me producing shit now, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's amazing, man. Like, it's, I'm definitely glad that my hunger and my energy is feeding off on people. That's all that I want to do. I just want to influence. I don't want to be, you know, nothing negative. No Definitely. I think just now, I think, man, it's just the drive and the ambition we have now is way different. I wish we would have had that shit 15 years ago. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. I think because now, man, it's people still getting that down. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's a lot of shit that, you know, that, 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 <laughs> a lot of shit that I need to get accomplished to share my goals and things, ambitious things that I need to get take care of. But as far as this, man, this has something that's been a passion for me, man. Like, Mm-hmm. Why not record what the fuck we talk about every day? Yeah. This is not no shit that we, we just get on here and be like, fuck it, like, let's just do it. Like, bro, this is shit that we talk about on an everyday basis. And you yeah. know me, my whole goal is to put niggas on, put my family yeah. on, put my friends yeah. on, you know what I mean? So I'm doing this shit for my, not only just the fans, but my family, my friends and shit. I want my I want my mama to get out the hood. Like, I want my mama to be fucking in Los Angeles, but not right now with all the coronavirus and shit like that. But shit, I, 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 I want her out the way. You know what I'm saying? So I want her to be able to do what she needs to do. I want to buy my brothers and so I want to go ahead, go, go back to this man's. You know what I'm saying? And that's the shit that I'm trying to do. And people know me. Anybody that know me, they know that my heart is full of gold. And once I get the platform in, shit, we gone, we out. And shit, 
Shout out to Anchor. Shout out to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Man, they gave us a platform to do what we need to do that we do every day. So we shit, here, goddammit. We, we here. Going, and we, ain't going, we ain't going no way. So you got a problem saying, fuck it. We don't give a fuck yeah. to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But shit, like yeah. I said, bro, you've been in the trenches with us. Like, shit, what, two weeks ago, we linked up. The nigga, he was like, man, bro, talk your shit. Like, just give me the mic. I'm in the club. Yeah. Hey, man, you know what the fuck going on? Man, shit, boy, no shit. We rock with DJ shit. On the one, two, man, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? We in that, that energy don't change. And motherfucker, the crowd, they fucking with it. Like, damn, like, it's down there. You know what I'm saying? He ain't in college no more. But I said, hands down, bro. There's not been a greatest host other than me and Imani. Me and Imani versus anybody <laughs> in the world. No host, no host at K-State can top us, bro, period. Period. Yeah. But shit, legit up. doing this thing, man. Like, shit, you know what I mean? Like, shit, what? Bella from uh, B95, shit, uh, B96, I mean, shit. Shot the yeah. nigga. I'm like, damn, I know this nigga. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, bro, I, like, I saw um I saw you been mixing and, and shit on the radio and shit, bro. What's up? What's up with that, bro? What you what you been doing? Yeah, man. So uh we could dive into that. I think that's an important topic. I think, you know, that oh. people don't even know why I had even moved here. Um, you know I had stayed in Frankfurt for a little bit after our our whole era had left. Um so, you know, in the process of trying to get to the next level. I knew that. I'm going to tell you what the real game changer is, and then I'm going to tell you what happened leading up to that point. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so, what the real game changer is, like, it is no secret that I was by far one of the hottest DJs in Kentucky. You can never take that away from me. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, 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 but I also had a lot of work to do, bro. I had a lot of work to do. Um, although I was consistent, it was still niggas that was working. So it hit me one day really hard. Um, you know, I'm a part of a couple of DJ teams, Coast to Coast, Leaders DJs. At one point, I was part of another group um, called Certified DJs and Heat DJs. So, you know, going through that process, that was cool to be able to network with different people. But I'm looking at, like, our profiles and our biographies, and it's like DJ Nasty, Miami, DJ BJ, Detroit, uh, DJ Fresh, Cincinnati, um, you know, DJ so-and-so, L.A., DJ Legit, Frankfurt, Kentucky. I'm like, nah. I'm like, nah. This ain't it. So, man, niggas don't even know where Frankfurt is, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas so, don't even know that's the capital of Kentucky, bro. Like, yeah, I, I, actually, I didn't know. See, I just thought that shit out like two months ago. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, you know, so for me, it was like, that was a eye opener. And I knew, like, at that point, I had been pretty stagnant. I mean, I was still kind of doing my thing at K-State kind of going back and forth between Louisville and Lexington, but I still ain't really stamped Kentucky as the hottest nigga in Kentucky. And not that that's what I was even chasing, but if I was going to get to the next level, I had to be the hottest nigga from out of Kentucky. So the next biggest thing for me was to get to a bigger city. Um, at the time, I mean, I was kind of done with Frankfurt. My girls graduated from school, so she was looking for opportunities. Louisville was kind of convenient because it was opportunity there. It's up the street, so I can still kind of navigate to where I know my, my bread is, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and she still has some time left in the military, so it was not too far away, but it was an opportunity. Then I started dealing with people in the radio industry, and I was kind of building relationships, having conversation. So I'm going to say this, because it's been presented multiple different ways to multiple different people. I was never presented with an opportunity mm-hmm. as to to be a part of the radio station. However, it was said to me to my face to at a very high up person that if you want to be a part of this team, you needed to move back to Louisville. Mm-hmm. So this was probably said to me in March, bro. We was back in Louisville in June. You know what I'm saying? Packed up everything. I can say this right now, bro. On on air, bro, I came to Louisville, bro, with like $30 in my pocket, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Came down. I didn't even really have a, a opportunity. At the time, I wasn't even working, bro. I was full-time DJ. I just got done being a general manager at Sprint. That didn't work out. And that was really the icing on the cake. I just lost my, oh, I just quit my job and shit going in Frankfurt. So let me get out of here. So then we booked up, came to Louisville, bro. I had nothing like lined up, bro. I had no gigs, no nothing. I had one little gig that I was doing at Virtual Izzy been there before. Yeah, yeah, Shout out to Virtual, man. Yeah, shout out to Virtue, bro. Great business, great black-owned business, good people, man. I came there. I was doing this joint every Monday, bro. And they was kind of like, I ain't going to say on the rise, but it wasn't like a situation where they can guarantee me a bag every week. And, um... Uh, to the virus, it didn't it? 
Things had changed in that process, but up until that up until that point, I was just kind of there, and that was the only gig I had lined up every Monday, bro. So I moved back to the suburbs of Louisville. I wasn't really making a lot of money, bro. I mean, I was kind of still doing my little side hustles here and there, doing whatever I needed to do to get by, bro. but I didn't have no real solution. I just knew when I came to Louisville, I was about to be on the radio, and that's just that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Time shit. Yeah. Um, that didn't work out the way. I thought it was going to work out, but that's a part of the process. You know, I had feelings about it, but, you know, you live and you learn, and that's just what it is. But came out here and then uh, was thugging it out, bro. I was hustling, DJing, taking gigs here and there, kind of going back to Frankfurt, um, Lexington, and that market, and then kind of started, kind of wanted to stray away from that because I still, I was here, so I'm like, let me snap this market because I'm here. Right. And, um, you know, things happen, you know. And it's, right. it's a lot more competition. That's the thing. It's a lot more competition in Louisville. Than it was in Frankfurt, so of course, I'm, I'm, battling, I'm battling the niggas who who been DJing for five, ten years. You know what I'm saying? I'm battling niggas who like really. I know y'all joke about joke about me being from here, but it's niggas who really been here their whole entire life. Right? Um, who, who grew up with niggas went to school with niggas that you know what I'm saying all type of shit. So uh, came see, here. I, but yeah, I see your name shit at the platform, man. It's fucking what. D, uh, DJ Jerry, you know what I mean? Jerry, yeah. shit, Jerry tight, you know what I mean? The, shit, the, the name, the fact, Jerry been DJing what, for what? 10, 15 years, like you said, you know what I mean? So, for yeah. your name to be on his platform in his city, that's mm-hmm. big to me, you know what I mean? And they fuck with you, so shit, it is what it is. Yeah, so, you know, and shout out to Jerry and everybody else in the market, shout out to the Legion's DJs and all that, but, um, you know, I came and, you know, Whatever whatever happened, happened, and now we're here, man. So we're working, and I'm blessed to be here because, like, I can still be in Frankfurt like a lot of niggas is. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of niggas still. That's crazy, too, because that's the truth. <laughs> and they, them niggas get on me about being in Louisville. You know what I mean? Like, them niggas be, well, you know, the, the jokes that niggas say about me, you still in Louisville, Kentucky? Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So, shit. Um, uh, you know, the sign go on, shit, I think I get better. And you know, but, but what, what I can say though, from my experience, man, and this is something that I, I want y'all to like really pay attention to, even in y'all journey, bro. Like, y'all remember there was a time where I was like unstoppable, excuse me, I was untouchable when I was in Frankfurt, bro. Like, I was really mm-hmm. in the game, bro. Mm-hmm. Just always make sure, like, you focus on progression because, like, it's always somebody else working, you know what I'm saying? And I spent a lot of time knowing that I was hot and not putting forth that effort that I was putting forth five years ago before I was, like, really hot. You know what I'm saying? Right. So just make sure y'all forget Niggas just got to stay on top of it. Yeah, definitely, man. That's my whole thing about life anyway is just consistency. You know what I'm saying? Like That's it. And accountability, bro. Accountability. Accountability and consistency, bro. It'll take you a long way. Yeah, for sure. So now, so now I'm kind of in this journey right now where, you know, I'm still good. I mean, I'm doing other things outside of DJing, you know what I'm saying? But focusing on the brand, you know, I'm doing other things. I'm, I'm just going to be putting my face back into place. I got to a point where I didn't even really want to go out, go to the clubs. I don't want to be in the parties, especially right. if I wasn't DJing. But now it's game time. You're going to see you know, everybody's podcast, everybody's radio show, everybody's yeah. party, everybody's bar. And I'm going to apply that pressure that I applied back when I was like, trying to get booked back when I was getting booked for $75, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's game time for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, G. And that's all we doing right now. Like, like it's game time for me, too. That's why I'm just writing and trying to do all the podcasts I can do and producing and everything, G. I'm just in my, in my mode. I'm, I'm Southside the Machine right now. That's who I am. Like, <laughs> that's that's this this that's the lifestyle I'm taking upon right now. I, I told the nigga, I said, shit, uh, not to cut you off, Bill, but shit, I told the nigga that he had a different look in his eyes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the nigga got mad at me, bro. I'm talking about, I just got out of the hospital. You feel me? Like, the nigga, like, yeah, your mic still work. Like, nigga, I just died. <laughs> like, nigga, what the fuck wrong with you? You know, Bell, you know, Bell was probably like uh, a, a huge procrastinator. Anybody that know Bell was a huge procrastinator. But now, bro, like, uh, shout out to yeah. Swag R Us, man. He got blogs and articles and shit. Shit, who knows? Shit, if I them at CNN, I call him to be a journalist. You know what I mean? Like, right. he's just on so many different platforms. And he's just like, man, for, like, like you said, the last two, three years, how can we do this? How can we do this? We tried this, tried that, tried this, tried that. 
And it's like, mm-hmm. we both was putting other shit to the side. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a, a book that's supposed to been out, you know what I mean? But due mm-hmm. to like certain fucking illustrators and publishers and shit, I was like, all right, let me put all my focus in and money into this. And now this is what I got. Now that I got a stable, a stable platform, now my book gonna come out. So now this shit is open the doors for that. Now this door is mm-hmm. open up for him. You know what I mean? So he got shit he got doing. You know what I mean? You got shit that you doing. So shit, but this is the way we need to survive, to grind, yeah. to be yeah. successful. We yeah. all we got. We doing it for the culture. That's what I keep saying. Yeah. Do it for yeah. the culture. Yes, you know what sir. I'm saying? So that we all we fucking got. It's yes, all, all these other motherfuckers out here in the world, but they put niggas on, but put niggas on, but I don't give a fuck. I go to virtue over Molly Malone's. You know what I'm saying? I do that <laughs> shit. I, I go, I go talk to a therapist like Lauren and fucking Taryn. You know what I'm saying? Chicago versus yeah. fucking Karen. You know what I mean? That don't understand mm-hmm. my lifestyle and the shit that I've been through. Yeah. I go to the 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 black beauty supply to get me a fucking wave brush and a goddamn three sixty and some S curl. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's the shit that I would do. Right. That's right. the way I'm going to dress. No, no disrespect to white people at all, but I'm supporting <laughs> those that support me. These all are the right. people that support me in my everyday living. You know what I'm saying? Always. So shit, continue to grind and do what you got to do. We live it. Always, always, man. Like it's, it's, it's time, man. You know what I'm saying? Like time ain't slowing down it's for been no time. Man. Been time, bro. Been, been time. time. Yeah. It's time to make it happen. Gonna be sitting up, sitting up there looking at us and shit while we fucking down that red carpet. Throwing up L's and shit. They talking about Lamron. Now we talking about losers. Get y'all ass out of here. You know what I mean? Yes, like, uh, we gonna yeah, eat. Everybody with me gonna eat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So shit, just know shit. If I fuck with you, we gonna eat. Shit, if I get three million right now, I probably ain't gonna have no million because shit, I'm gonna make sure everybody's straight. I'm gonna yeah. take care of the hood first and uh, in the black community first. But shit, you know what I'm talking about? Real talk, man. But um, we just want to kind of introduce Maury to the show because he gonna be on the show with us legit. I'm gonna stop calling you Maury. G. It's just a habit, G. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you call that nigga Mari. Mari. <laughs> this nigga is DJ legit, man. He he is a, a resident of this show, so we want to introduce him tonight. And my uh, co-sign, shit, man. Best DJ in Louisville, man. Legit the DJ, man. Follow that nigga right now, man. Best DJ in the motherfucking world, nigga. Yes, uh, sir. Yeah. You already know, my nigga. Hey, thank y'all for listening, though, man. Losers podcast in the building, man. Loser, 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 loser.